Get up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1. Good morning, everybody. My name is Tim and this is Michael Ross. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to the Mitchell and Michael show. We have the Sonic movie, the radio industry. Jeez, the bar was set low, but it's universally agreed upon. We're actually not that bad. It's better than you think. Exactly. It works very well for us. Uh, Redivine, the, uh, the network has uh, taken your criticism and yep. gone, how can we fix this? Okay. Yep. Good. That's good enough. We'll release it. <laughs> hey, what a big what a big show we got coming up today. Yeah. Uh, the news in particular is blowing up. But what's yeah. coming up in ten minutes time? Well, basically, look, they say Mount Gambier is a small town. Okay. But often it's not that small. You know, if you don't like someone, you can avoid them. Okay. But the other day, I was sat next to the worst possible option for me. Oh no. And my partner. It was just the absolute worst on one of the most special days of the year, Valentine's Day. We were sat next to an apocalypse <laughs> person. <laughs> Coming up next in three minutes, though. Uh, has coronavirus got you down? Has it got you in lockdown? Did you hear in the news that the cruise ship... Another 14 days of quarantine they oh. have to face. Oh, no, I'm stuck out on this cruise for two weeks. <laughs> nah, I'm sure it's, it's, really, it's, not it's, as good. it's probably not bad. Those happy days are over. That comedian's doing his 30th day of the <laughs> same routine. <laughs> oh, make it stop. Uh, but if you need something to you know, end the boredom and also stay healthy while you're out there, yeah. well, we have we got the tips for you next. Oh, yeah. In 96.1. I know that coronavirus, if you were shut down, if you were in lockdown quarantine, stuck in your house, I know that coronavirus would be driving you insane. Reckon? Because not only would you, like, feel bad, but you wouldn't be able to do one of your favourite things. And that's go to the gym. Oh. You love going to the gym. But you can't can't go because you can't be around other people. Exactly what I was showing you. In the news this morning, the cruise ship that's uh, still stuck in Japan, I believe... Another 14 days, because this new patients keep popping up with coronavirus. On the ship? On the ship. Keep spreading, and they can't leave their cabins. So what do you do? You can't go to the gym on the well, ship? They can't, they can't even leave the cabin. Can't leave the cabin. Oh. We all know a cruise ship. Like, the activities might be fun. The cabins are normally not that great. No, the cabin is often just a place to sleep. Yeah. Or maybe it can be your home gym. What? Yeah, that's right. A uh, Chinese runner has run a marathon inside his small apartment. I'm sorry, what? He's run 31 miles just doing like a little lap, a little circuit of his apartment. I'm pretty sure a marathon is yeah, like 42.5 Ks for anyone that doesn't know miles, I believe. And uh, it's not the first time he's done this. He's also done uh, running a half marathon in the bathroom. So what's he? So is he running on the spot? Is he just running like wall to wall? Yeah, it's kind of like a little lap around, say, like the coffee table. Yeah, just a small lap. There, so he said initially it made him feel quite dizzy, uh, uh, but you got used to it. And he just and he live streamed it. And the Chinese government also take are taking this approach, and they're using their Olympic team to make. Like uh, public service announcements, where they show the Olymp- the Olympians like running up and down the stairwells of a building. So he is a he is a, a Chinese uh, man, yes. Yes. Okay. How is he getting his steroids in? Because <laughs> you know the Olympics, right? 
Uh, drones, uh, right? Uh, drones, uh, they uh, just come uh, up. Uh, you don't have to have any human contact. It's clean, you know? Just, just checking. I apologize to the Chinese government uh, for any insinuation that you might be cheating. Uh, He's just saying that because there's a Huawei phone. No, no, I love my overlords. Here, 96.1 is Mitchell and Michael. Mitchell and Michael. Now, Michael Ross, worst thing in the world to happen to my relationship, one of the most tempting moments on one of the should be least tempting days take you back to valentine's day okay first valentine's day between me and my partner first impressions uh what are we three and a half four months or whatever together i don't know don't ask me oh, don't quiz good. me she's not awake good valentine's no nah, i told you mate halloween halloween onwards as i can remember uh but i had to do, i had to do a big one okay i had to do a good one because you know uh, if you can show the coach you can bomb out from 50 he'll let you kick there sometimes but if you never take the shot, he'll never know. So you've got to show them what you can do. Uh, and then people say, don't don't go too hard, Mitch, because you have to live up to it every year. No, no, it's the other way around. When she's about to leave you, I go, hey, remember that time? And then she doesn't. Yeah, nostalgia. So, yeah, so you've got to like put the, the roots in now. Uh, but we went out to dinner. <laughs> Let me shut your head. You he know winked, what I mean. He winked at me. I didn't <laughs> like it. I felt dirty. <laughs> We went out to dinner, and it was bloody going great. You know me. I planned that Valentine's Day on, like, the Monday leading up to the Friday. I was bloody making paper origami roses. Look, is it because I didn't want to buy real roses? Yes. Yes. Okay? But also, do you get points for going, oh, my God, he made me something, which is a staple in Valentine's Day. Birthdays, bit cheap. Okay? Valentine's Day, it's all about, like, oh, I got your photo album. And uh, it's our favorite memory. Like, you can get away with stuff like that. That's all I'm saying. Okay? I did all of that because of the reason of I had to take her out for dinner. Now, I can't yes. cook, so I can't make stuff. No. Okay? So, at the end of the day, I was going to have to take a loss there. And I was going to have to go to a fancy restaurant. Went to a fancy restaurant. So, you kind of sum up my whole day of going, like, the, the origami roses. Beautiful. Okay? The, the photo album, which I went to Kmart. 10, Lovely. 10 cents a photo, mate, if you can wait that extra day. And a bargain. Oh. Then I bought a little on-sale photo album. Mwah. Okay? <laughs> Chucked it all in there. Just basic photos, too. You're thinking, like, Mitchell, did you get professional photos done? No. No, 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 It was just, like, photos of her eating yogurt. And then I'd, like, write next to it, like, oh, the first time I ever saw you eating yogurt. Like, it was amazing stuff, okay? It was like I could not have kicked any more goals. Going beautiful. End of the night. You're like, this is going to be the greatest Valentine's Day in the history of Mitchell Tinley. And we go to this restaurant. Beautiful uh, table near the window. Yes. No, the owner. <laughs> we go there. We sit there. Okay. Beautiful. She's about to go. I can only imagine, uh, Mitchell, you were the greatest man that ever lived. Like just at that moment. Just at that moment. This she is tur- the perfect day. Exactly. She turns to her right. And you think, yes, other people are allowed in this restaurant. I apologize that we couldn't book it all out. No, no, no. That's not what she's a mad no. at. The man that sits down along with the other woman that sits down. I'm thinking, oh. She might know him. Is it a brother? Is it a... No, no, no. It is no. not a brother. Michael Ross, despite what I did, despite the whole day that I planned, <laughs> the end of it, the man that sat down next to her was none other than her ex-boyfriend. Oh, no. <laughs> so, the ex is there. Yep. What does she say? Does she say nothing? And you're like, what's wrong? Nothing, but you knew. But and you then knew she, And wrong. then she did the... the That's the ex over there. What's he having? I don't want to have what he's having. Yeah. You don't have what he's having either. Yeah. But he's having, like, crayfish. I wanted crayfish. Too bad he's got it now. Pretty much. Don't, don't give in to it. 
But you know, I actually drove past that restaurant and saw you in the window. Oh, really? Yeah, and you did. Uh, you did look really flat. Yeah, <laughs> you looked like all the joy had been sucked out of the situation. And I, I said to what, my partner, I was like, "Things aren't going well in there." Without a doubt, that was the only thing, and that was a horrible night. No, it was good. It was really good. It was really good. And who did she leave with? Uh, me. Okay, good. Good. Twenty six point one. Twenty six point one. Chain Smokers and Amy Shark there, heading to Subway for the Mediterranean Range for craveable flavours. At 7.45 this morning, I'm going to let you know how you can go from move, watching the movie you don't want to watch to the movie you do want to watch in a few easy steps. What? Maybe the partner's gone like, let's watch this. And you go, oh. no, not that again. Well, I can help you get to your desired movie of choice at oh. 7.45 this morning. Right now, I want to give a gift to a parting friend, everybody, everybody's leaving. My my disc golf buddy, remember he left yeah. last year. So we lived he here uh, two years, four months. Who's counting? But you basically have made close to zero friends. Zero I think friends. maybe two. Uh, one has been because of your partner, and therefore forced couple friendships don't count. Uh, you then did have a friend who you would play free disc golf golf with in the park who then left you as well. So he's gone as well. And now I've got a friend in our hometown of Perth. He's leaving. So mm. when I go back and visit at like Christmas and things like that, he won't be there. Don't say things like that. That's the only time you go back and visit. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Easter, Christmas. But they're not there anymore. Why are they gone? They're going They're going to go to the UK. They're going to do like a working holiday. They're going to base themselves in the UK oh. and they're going to go to all the other countries around Europe. Ooh, a bit of brain tree. A bit, yes. Well, this okay. is what I want, okay? This is how I think we should give them a gift. I want you to use your powers of pun uh. to help them out. Punda woe, man. Punda woe, man. All the world is waiting for you. That's right. Like bloody Batman, you can't just shine a light and I'll rock up. <laughs> well, that's exactly how this is supposed to work. Your powers of pun. You were great with the pun. No, I'm the opposite Batman. I tell you what shifts I'm available for. <laughs> <laughs> now, they are going to go overseas on this little working holiday and they want to do a travel blog, yep. my mate and his partner. Yep. Uh, and he asked me, he said, what do you think a good name for the travel blog is? Okay. So I can give you some details and we can come up with, as a parting gift, we can come up with some great names for their travel blog. Okay, if anyone gets anyone as well, uh, hit 96.1 Limes and goes Facebook page, uh, what is the man's name? His name is Nathan Bear. Like, our. It sa- yeah, it said like, not a pirate. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that was a pirate. But... Uh, yeah, it said like you know, an animal bear. You ever go into the forest and you see, <laughs> and you go, ah. Yar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's spelled slightly differently, uh, but it is said bear, and his partner's name is Tiff Wosley. Okay. Uh, they are a young couple. Going to be what about in a bit of a tiff? No, don't. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Kapow. Keep them coming. Like, well, this is, a, this uh, is a safe space. Uh, what about bearable blog? Bearable blog. That's not bad. Uh, ooh, what have you got? I've got a bear abroad. I think yeah, that's not bad. But he said that they're not oh, married uh, yet. Bear are we now? Ah, that's a good that's one. A good bear one. are we now? I like you roped me into this. Okay. 
because it's like a couple's travel blog. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, if we go anywhere, will you watch what we do? <laughs> <laughs> sure, you get a, get a wab for that. <laughs> uh, well, I think I think we've got it. We've got a rolling now. In a in a blog. That's the thing. At the end of the day, does anyone even watch blogs anymore, or vlogs, or for travel? Yes, they are a big thing of travel. Okay, because it can be like an, you can incorporate your Insta. You know, you got YouTube. And even just write ups. There you go. Does anyone have a travel vlog out there? That's because, like, normally they've got like thirteen views, and they're mostly from the family. What if, about I can't bear it anymore? Nice <laughs> <laughs> for the segment or <laughs> for their travel blog. Oh, and both. And this. Let's go. Twenty-six point one seven oh nine. The weekend with blinding lights. There at seven thirty this morning. If you want to find your way to a desired movie, but you're stuck watching another movie picked by someone else, I've got the perfect tactic for you to weasel your way over to your desired movie. But, Michael Ross, I need to present to you some of the worst acting I've ever seen in my life because I think we as, as mankind can just do better. Now, there is a sports anchor in America that I think is starting to get into it acting and uh, he's talking to his co-host from his original job the the anchoring side the the sports side and they're obviously like oh give us a little taste of this new side hustle you've got going and uh and he does and let's just say that might be expired give me give me a line real quick like, like a, get, let me set you up for one of your lines like what, what should i say to you to set you up i want to see this um gosh you put me on the spot man um it takes a it takes a lot but i can uh Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute, indeed. That? I tell you what, though. It's fake crying. Fake crying. Uh, going off the audio alone, though, not bad. You reckon? I think it sounds good. It, now, if you watch the video online, it's been doing the rounds, it's gone viral. If you watch it, it's pretty average, it's pretty poor, but it sounds pretty spot on. You know, the worst acting of all is, like, if you kept going further in that audio, the, the lady actually says, like, oh, I didn't know if to comfort you or not, <laughs> which is probably worst of all. But I don't know, I think I'll throw it out. 13, 12, 16, I guess we'll give you a subway foot long meal deal. Uh, I want to hear the best fake cries. The best fake crying. Because there'd be a fair few people out there that I reckon can do it. Maybe they've done it to win an argument. You know, because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who's wrong. Like, your girlfriend, your wife, Michael Ross, could cheat on you with five different people. Cool. And you would be like, I'm so disappointed. When she cries, you're like, oh, come here. I'm sorry. Come back. (laughs) 30, 12, 16. (laughs) Give us your best fake cry. If, If we believe that it's... You know, it's in the ballpark. If we believe that it's real emotion there yep. and you're capturing the essence of it, uh, we'll give you a full-long meal deal. Thanks to Subway. Try the Mediterranean range for craveable flavours. So you've got to do 13, 12, 16. Jump on now and give us your best fake crying. We want to find the best actors out there on Limestone Coast this morning. Walk the moon right now. Here, 96.1. 96.1, Mitchell and Michael. What, mate, what's wrong? <laughs> What's wrong? Uh, on 30, 12, 16, if 
People could give me their best fake cry, but they didn't. <laughs> you couldn't give yours. <laughs> I thought, Mister, I I've nearly got, cried. I nearly got cast in an ABC pilot. <laughs> no, 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 Michael Ross. Excuse me. Uh, I lost out to Heath Ledger's cousin. Yeah, because he could fake cry. <laughs> no, because he was Heath Ledger's cousin. That's a true story. Now.com, Google it, okay? It didn't get off the ground. No. Uh, probably because they picked Heath Ledger's cousin instead of Mitchell Tinley, okay? The real actor, okay? <laughs> Side story over. Moving on to original story. 13, 12, 16 was the number to call. I needed your fake call. Uh, fake cry. That's all I needed. That's all I bloody needed. And unfortunately, I tried to talk him out of this, but Michael Ross wants to give the Limestone Coast a strike, which would then take us to five, six, seven, eight, eight, eight. which means there are two strikes to go on the air baller caller list. It's when we ask for a caller and no one calls and therefore makes it an air ball, air baller. So two more strikes to go and then the ultimate punishment will happen. I think they I think they want to be punished. They're, they're like a kid <laughs> pushing the boundaries. You meet a few people like you that. Know? I, think they, they, I think they're going, you know what, I want to get to 10 oh, strikes. Oh, what are you going to do? What, what are you going to do? do? What are you going to do? Well, they're all bloody attitude four-year-olds. What do you what do you mate me? Mate me. Well you know what? If you don't go on thirteen twelve sixteen and there are two more strikes, you will be sufficiently punished. Let me tell you that. Oh. Let me tell you that. I Chalk it up Chalk it up Eight. Eight out of ten. Two more to go and then the limestone coast, you've only you've brought it upon yourself. We're just, you know, like a responsible parent. Um I don't want to punish you, but it's for your own good. If you get to 10 strikes of not calling on 13, 12, 16, it's for your own good. I'm sorry, kids. Here 96.1, 7.43, head into Subway, try the Mediterranean range with four craveable flavours. After 8 o'clock this morning, 8.15, Holden, the big news coming out, I'm sure you've heard by now, the Holden name is done. Yes, I hope you're not holding any shares. (laughs) 8.15 this morning, we want to... We don't want to dive into, you know, your memories. Because stocks would have stalled. Oh, wait, good one, good one. Anything else? Don't break down. I don't know. At the news, that hold it is it. More on that at A15. Right now, Mitch, I have got a great tip for couples who are struggling to watch each other's movies. Oh, it is hard. You know, they say opposites attract, and that might be great. A relationship, but if you've got opposite tastes, yes. how do you watch movies together? How do you bridge the gap? Well, I have realised it's thanks to, you know, that uh, that Six Degrees to Kevin Bacon? Yeah. That yeah. linking actors to actors. This is the way you do it. Where it's like Kevin Bacon <clears throat> was with like acting with someone and then they yeah. acted in another movie with someone else and then you can basically pick any exactly. actor in the world and find your way to him in six people. Exactly. It's as easy as that. And you can do that, really, with any actor. And this is the secret. So say you're watching The Notebook. Okay, yep, classic. That was on Friday night. It was Valentine's Day. So you're watching The Notebook, but you'd rather be watching Terminator. You know, yep, that or is... something with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's like you're in my head. <laughs> <laughs> so what you do is you take one of those actors that yep. your partner loves in yep. The Notebook. So Gosling. you go, Gosling. Ryan Gosling, and you go, okay, I've got to get to Arnie. How do we get there? And now here's the thing. It might take, it might take a movie or two to, oh. to, to ease Arnie in, okay. to just ease him in there. Okay. So you've got Ryan Gosling. He was in the movie First Man, where right. he plays um, Neil Armstrong, First Man on the Moon. Yep. Uh, in that movie is Jason Clark, who was also in Terminator Genesis with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Boom. 
Bob's your uncle. There you go. Okay, that might be a bit of a stretch. So you're saying if my, my girlfriend's like, oh, let's watch The Notebook. And I'm like, no, no, but like Ryan Gosling, you probably want, oh, yeah, he's so hot. Cool. Look at this. Well, he was in a movie with Jason Clark. But then, and the, then you go, what do you think of Jason Clark? And oh, he's not too bad. It's, it's Terminator. Terminator. Do Arnie, we? Boom. Here's my here's my problem with this, because relationships are all about compromise. Then does that mean we don't watch the Notebook? So she's unhappy. I don't watch the Terminator, so I'm unhappy. No. So we're both unhappy <laughs> watching First Man, which is probably a crap movie. I think it's a. Pr- I've heard it's a pretty good movie. Oh, okay. But no, it's it's about you have to you have to let them <laughs> you have to let them watch what they want to watch too. Okay, so say you want say she's put well, on. Let's watch Dear John. My younger sister loves Dear John with Channing yep. Tatum. It was a, oh, it's beautiful. Dear John. She yep. also read the book. Now you go. Okay. We've watched that. You've had your taste of Channing Tatum. Can I interest you in some other Channing Tatum? Secretly, I'm trying to get to a Bruce Willis movie. Oh. How about G.I. Joe Retaliation featuring Channing Tatum and Bruce Willis? Boom. One movie. Oh, so One you, movie connection. So you get to watch G.I. Joe. You get to watch G.I. Joe. And then from there you go, did you like Bruce? Well, then let's watch Die Hard. Oh. It's all about easing it in. But then don't you end up watching, like, I don't know, Love Actually or whatever he's in? Hasn't <laughs> he, hasn't he done <laughs> a few dudes as well? The whole nine yards? Yeah, with something Matthew like that. Perry. Ooh, oh, I <laughs> But, Okay. All right, so your services are available to help My people out. My services are available. If you, if you watched a movie you did not enjoy, tell me what movie you would like to watch, and I'll teach you how to get there. Ugh. I'm trying to get to Kill Bill at the moment. What have you started with? We started with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and oh, she goes, okay, Tarantino. Tarantino. Tarantino's all right, but I was like, okay, I need to keep her on board, so I gave her Pulp Fiction because of Uma Thurman. And Uma Thurman, the lead of Kill Bill. And so we're going to slowly ramp it up because Kill Bill's very violent. My partner mm-hmm. won't like it too much, but we can just ease it in. Just ease it in. Huh. I can help you out. 13, 12, 16, or send us a message. What movie did you watch? What movie do you want to be watching? I'll help you get there. Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. 96.1, it's 7.54. we got new sport and weather on the way, but... I'm trying to help you get from the movie you're watching to the movie you want to be watching. Because when you're in a relationship, it's all about compromise. And if you want to watch something, but they want to watch something, you normally compromise and watch what they want to want. Watch. Now, but how do you get to what you want to watch? Well, it's all about linking the actors and easing it in. That's true, because it's normally if it's a good-looking actor, you can convince the old ball and chain to go this way. Now, uh, Gary has sent us a message, and you can too. Hit 96.1 Limestone Coast on Facebook. Also, this is weird. I've heard radio shows do this, but he's from Narracourt. Gary well, from I just Narracourt. stalked his Facebook page, but can you say that? Gary from Narracourt says... Gary from Narracourt says, uh, we're watching Notting Hill. I'd rather oh. be watching... Interstellar. With Hugh Grant and uh, Julia Roberts? Yes. Yes, indeed. Now, you found a good a good way to ease over to Interstellar. Oh, yeah. This one's quite easy. Uh, you get Hugh Grant. Yep. Uh, you want Matthew McConaughey and Interstellar. You then go to that movie that just came out, The Gentleman. Ooh. So you could even be like, hey, let's go for a date. Yeah. Uh, Hugh Grant's in there with uh, Matthew McConaughey. You then go, hey, how good was Matthew McConaughey? You then move over to Interstellar. Problem with that is, what if Hugh Grant is not the reason why she wants to watch Notting Hill? What You've if got to go the Julia Roberts Julia way. Roberts. Well, okay, so you like Julia Roberts and Notting Hill. So you go, okay, how about we watch, you? and you throw one out there, you go, my best friend's wedding, 
with Julia Roberts starring alongside Dermot Mulroney. Of course, that classic. <laughs> He's a classic 1997, uh, My Best Friend's Wedding. And you go, Dermot's not bad, is he? Well, he's in the 1994 classic Angels in the Outfield. Of course. With Matthew McConaughey. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who plays one of the Angels outfielder, like, actual... Yeah. Baseball players, very small part, but he's there. Wow. And you go, look, there he is. And you point him out and you say, he's really good at Interstellar. That's quite a journey. <laughs> uh, watching Interstellar is about space. You're better off just going to space to check it out yourself <laughs> than that route. Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. It's 8.09 right now, and get your Holden memories ready because in about 10 minutes' time, the Holden name is done and dusted, but we're going to have a little reminisce right now. It probably won't be the only memories uh, that you'll be reminiscing on. You've actually been hanging out for this big announcement. People, listeners of the show, have only known about this for since about 6 a.m. You've known about this for since back... Late September, October, the massive announcement that will shake the direction of the show. You would have known that over the course of three to four months, I've had uh, multiple meetings, Mm -hmm. uh, Skype meetings, phone calls uh, with Channel 7 and a production company there. And... I even had to bring contracts in for you to legally <laughs> check out as my representation. Yeah, that was a bad idea. Uh, it was a really bad anyway. idea. Uh, I had to have my passport ready because uh, I was going to potentially need to fly to to LA to do this. Um, and it was through multiple times and, and coming back and, and making it past certain cuts uh, to get to this point. Uh but yesterday I found out Would you like a drum if I was going to be on... No, no, drummer. Yeah. Okay. I was finding out if I <laughs> was going to be on, on this, this show. They came in twos from across the land to do mini golf battle. One-on-one, the most skilled competitors on the planet. I'm the guy, now! Competing on the most epic mini golf course ever created. Did you bring an extra pair of pants? For glory. That looks great. Tonight, 12 competitors, 10 holes. Oh. Ah! Holy moly! One champion. Let's go! Woo! For all the holy moly moolah, 25 grand. And the coveted plaid jacket. Hi, everybody. I'm Joe Tessitore. And I'm Rob Riggle. And yes, this is literally a mini golf competition. And yes, it's on prime time with an absurd budget. But that's great because the world needs more mini golf. And ABC said, why not? This is Extreme Mini Golf. This is Holy Moly. He's right. After five months of back and forth, Michael Ross, I can confirm to you. Ready? Yeah. I didn't get it. Um, you didn't get it? No, oh. I didn't. <laughs> I, didn't, I got really close. I was literally like, that, How can they do that? I don't know. I, was, were... I signed a contract and everything. Yeah. You it, did said all I can't the talk, it said I can't talk about it on air. 
But if you don't put me on the show, <laughs> I'm going to break it! <laughs> hit 96.1. Up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. It's 8.20, and I'm sorry, I just gotta, I just got to pull this right down. Because this is no time. This is no time for joy. Very sad news today. Very sad news indeed. General Motors, the owner of the Holden Car Company, announced yesterday that Holden is no more. Is it General Motors as in like like General Motors or is it like um, Colonel Sanders? Like he's General of the Motors. I d- yeah, I don't think it's the Colonel Sanders going. I don't okay. think there's a man called... General Motors. But that was a general. That was a genuine question. That's okay. That's it's fine. okay. It's a. It's a tough time. But we have a need, lot. Of, we have a lot of questions. Who needs to know? Anyway, it's done. Like, how could they kill off? Holden is the iconic brand of Australian cars. Oh, and it's bloody gone. And I remember in Darwin, there was two things we talked about when I was in school: state of origin, who would win, Queensland or New South Wales. We didn't have a team. Big yeah, it was big, it was massive. And V8s, because the V8s used to come to Darwin when nothing else did. Nothing Holden, else V Ford. We'd always make fun of the Ford kids. Because the Holden was the cool. Holden, Holden was, was the, the cool, cool one. one. I'm sad because Holden's gone and I never got to I never got to own one. Oh. I never got to drive one. You've never lived. I don't think you were of the street cred to drive one. I a always Holden. felt like they were too cool for me. Like, what have you known me as? The Holden guy. Young Mitch, old Mitch, was always just a little too cool for school, obviously, if you've heard me speak. But as I got older, I went to Ford, didn't I? As I became like, like as you became, up. A, you needed a mum car mm. because you weren't living that, that cool life anymore. And it's holding. And now it's gone. <laughs> 13, 12, 16, now's the time to give thanks and... Celebrate the the good times with Holden over the years. Your favourite Holden memory. You know, was it chucking doughies? Was it doing manies? Whatever you used your Holden for, let us know. I'm gonna Celebrate say it. I'm going to say one right What'd here, you? right now. Yeah? Incriminate myself a little bit. What'd you do? Just one, you know, kids, this is when I realised, like I had a big wake-up call. I was a young driver, I was 18. I used to like trying to go, vroom, vroom, you know, real fast. Real fast. <laughs> People know that I could drive because I was driving a Holden. I was driving a Commodore. And I uh, had a car once right behind me and tried to challenge me a little bit. And I went, all right, mate, let's go. Vroom, vroom. Let's go. He took, uh, overtook me and I was like, I want to beat him. I overtook him. Floored it, mate. Left Completely in the dust. obliterated the speed limit. Look, I'm not proud of it. And then as the car pulled up alongside of me, I was like, okay, it's on. Bloody put his lights on. It was a cop. <laughs> <laughs> And I learned my lesson not to drive a Holden anymore. 13, 12, 16, share with us your favourite Holden memories on this, the saddest day in Australian car. Hold on to them. Industry news. (laughs) 96.1. 96.1, new sport and weather on the way. And I'm just going to warn you, if you haven't heard the news yet. Hold on, hold on to your hearts. Hold on, because Holden has been finished. It's, It's been cooked. Commandant. General Motors have declared that this is this is it. This is Holden done. Commodore was already discontinued in 2019. The Chevy Chase is over. Well, that's the thing. Are we going to get Chevys and Chevys instead? <laughs> Chevys. <laughs> Are we going to get Chevys instead? <laughs> yeah, a Chevy Chase in every car. You mean out of touch racist white guys? Yeah, we still got a few of them. <laughs> hey, it was funny once upon a time. <laughs> but no, I'm unsure. I think there was. 
some I did see Chevy in the article I was reading, but I didn't read any further because words hurt my brain. Now, keep sending in your Holden memories, your favourite Holden memories as we, you know, hang our heads today, have a little moment to think of the good times of the Holdens. Also, uh, Scott sent us a message. Um, bit, uh, bit upset here. He said the only time I've ever used a Holden was to sit on it while I waited to get picked up by my Ford. <laughs> bit rude. Just, they're, already, yeah, they're already down, mate. <laughs> Look, my dad had a Holden. My dad thought he was a cool... Shano. Guy. Shano had a Holden. Jeez. His son never got to have one. No, you're a bloody my dad was so Suzuki proud. guy. My dad was so proud when he got his Holden. Uh, and he he had a very unusual colour one. He bought it cash. He bought it secondhand back Poor in the cash. late 80s. Jeez. And uh, he said it was like a like a sort of red... Uh, maybe a salmon okay. sort of colour. It was very unusual. He said, but uh, in the afternoon, when you would come out of work, uh, it looked incredibly pink. Oh. And so all the boys at work were like, Shano, mate, why, you got a, why did you get a pink Holden? Oh. <laughs> and he would, he would defend it for so long. He'd go, no, it's not pink, it's salmon. Like, it's like red. And he had to, uh, he couldn't take it any longer. He had to spend money and get his whole car <laughs> repainted. Really? Because. Peer pressure. You don't get a new car because it's a Holden. Oh, yeah. You want to keep the car, but yep. but they wouldn't stop because it's supposed to be a cool car and Salmon's not cool enough. How was he? How old was he? He would have been about 18. Did he, was it, did he pick up your mum in that? No. Uh, no, no I didn't. Not until he got it painted. Not until, no, she wouldn't get a Salmon car, not old Jodes. Uh, as good as a Holden is. <laughs> Salmon is just, no. 26.1, Black Keys there with Lonely Boy. It's Mitchell and Michael. Head in to Subway. Try the Mediterranean range for craveable flavours. This weekend, Mitch, the Bayside Festival is on in Port Mac. Yep. It's on the 22nd of Feb. And uh, it's a great festival. I go to it every year that we've been here. Do you? Yeah, I go check it out every time. It's great. Is it the one that was a Gold Queen donation? Yes. <laughs> and then now it's not? No, it is $5 entry. $5 entry because they heard that old Mitchell Tinley never pays the donation entry. Well, it's fair because I say if it's a fee, tell me it's a fee, I'll bloody pay it. But at the same time, it's just donation, I think you don't have to. So I'm glad that they've established now that I must pay $5 to enter. And I will, I will. I'll bring the whole fam. Once upon a time at the Bayside Festival, I heard that there were octopus throwing competitions. And... When we first moved here two and a half years ago, uh, I'm really flexible with the times we've moved here and the time, uh, but we were astounded. Two city boys throwing an octopus. octopus throwing. How outrageous. How barbaric. Uh, but we've been here about two and a half years and it um, doesn't seem that bad. We've done some research. Well, like the octopus, it wasn't a live octopus, uh, you know, but it was, it was discontinued. They said it's not... It's it's not uh, modern. All it is, is essentially, like, you go to a restaurant, you look, I'll have squid, please, and they hand it to you on a plate. Like, that's essentially all you're doing with... If teppanyaki chefs, you know, Can when they're working the grill and they're <laughs> throwing food <laughs> like, around left, right, right and center. Exactly. Same thing. And then, bloody, they win awards. So why can't I throw a few dead octopi into the ocean? Look, I think it's, I think it's, still, it's still frowned upon. Nah, okay. it is. It is it still is. frowned upon. Whatever... Listeners, whatever you think, that's the one I think. But we need an alternative. We do. Because you know. it was a classic, wasn't it? It was, an, it was an absolute classic. What could we do instead as an alternative to the octopus throw? Oof. Oh, okay. What about this? Hmm. 
one because they're only throwing one. So yeah. they're actually aren't they an octopi? So could you just throw like eight pies? Okay, so the octopi throw. So you throw eight. Would you do that as like a speed competition? Like you've got to throw eight pies and hit your target the quickest. Yeah, yeah, no, you just get eight, sh- eight shots. Eight shots. So there's a lot of pies, but maybe pies. you get like, okay, pie shop, uh, sugar and spice, you get home style, you get someone like that, you are get you them th- on board. Wait, are you thinking throwing actual like meat pies? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Normally a pie throwing contest is like cream pies. You're not just picking, take my steak and mushroom. You keep like, your cream pies at home, mate. <laughs> I will take the meat pie. Thank you very much. <laughs> what, or, why not? Hear me out. Octopus. What if it's the octopus no? I like a quiz. The what? The octopus no. So not the octopus throw, the octopus no. Oh. You get, a, you get like people up on stage and you do a quiz about <sighs> macropods. Or, hear me <laughs> out. Cephalopods. Hear me out. Octopus throw. Yeah. Eight cats. <laughs> okay. Now we're back to the beginning. <laughs> I think this is frowned upon. Well, I think it's, Look. We're going to land on their feet. We're going to workshop it, and we're going to let the Bayside know our suggestions. What about James Bond? Isn't there a movie where he yes. takes on a, a, a boss? Octopussy. Yeah, and uh, we get DVDs yeah. of that, and we fling them. That's not like bad. Discus. I didn't want to say that back when we were talking about the pie throwing, though. I decided to leave Octopussy alone. <laughs> 96.1. <laughs>